grand land, we eat munchies, and we get really high. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast, where we blaze the kush, dream of Matt's tush. <laughs> and if Valdo were at the edge of a cliff, we'd push. Another 39 and a half foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the shame of Tarvalon, uh, and I'm here with my co-host Dang and Nosebow with a K. <laughs> and we are here to talk to you about the Wheel of Time. Uh, like, really? Yeah, <laughs> actually, legit. We do this pretty frequently, actually. It's just kind of weird sometimes because of how many non-regular episodes we've recorded. Yeah, literally, like, if you are a tier three patron for us, you get double the amount of episodes. Is it so actually double? I th- We record a Patreon episode every time we record a normal episode. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that's true, we do. We upped it from one to two. And you get all the normal episodes early. Yeah, oh yeah, it is twice as much. Okay. Natural plug. Natural <laughs> plug. Uh, anyways, this is all, like, it's an all-spoiler podcast. That's why she's no spo. Uh, so if you have not finished reading the Wheel of Time series, get the fuck out, because we're going to specifically talk about specific events that happened within A Memory of Light. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> Shy hands, lettuce, and munchies. I'd like everyone, all of our listeners, to know that we're in very different places at <laughs> the table tonight. We're in our D&D positions because I didn't want to take the gear down. <laughs> it is just very strange. I feel like I'm leading a meeting. Yeah, no, you are the head of the corporate boardroom over here. <laughs> the sideways table. So, the weed of time team? <laughs> you're, you're king shame at the rectangle table. Where's my food taster? Me. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, should I taste lettuce and munchies? Uh, if you couldn't notice, we're smoking Wappa. <laughs> no, we're not! Yeah. Did we change? Yeah. We, oh, I thought I told you. We, we you only did that other one for D&D. You we're smoking not Wappa now. I'm that. so sorry. Oh, I'm not I, I, making the joke. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's fair. I'm glad. That would lose us some listeners. I, I know. <laughs> Um, well, I'm not. But we're smoking the uh, Wappa strain from Redican, because um, Redican forever. <laughs> Which is a indica dom. It's an indica dominant hybrid, and it's twenty two point eight percent THC these days. Twenty two point eight. Yep. Anyway, uh, <laughs> as as usual, Wappa is a Lovecraftian horror, and Shame and I are kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no smoke. You smoked spinach blue dream, which was twenty two point two percent THC, and it was a sativa and fifty percent of your daily vitamin D. Through her soleil free because spinach. Oh. It's, it's a vegetable joke. <laughs> That's oh, fair. I just tied it to the CBD. Mm. That is funny. She blends. underrated. <laughs> As we all should blend. The dog's getting on the couch, and she's really cute. Yes! Okay. How much um, have we been smoking? How much did we smoke, Mr. Person Who Repacks the Bowls? Five, maybe? I, this this turn, though, but we smoked before today. Yeah, we smoked before D&D, which we did before the Patreon live chat. Yeah. Which went long, and we smoked really intense the whole time. We like did. It's been 
I think it's like eight or nine bowls on the day so far. God, I fucking wish. I wish I could take a hit out of the glass beaker bong. Like, no, honestly, oh, sometimes I miss it hard. Dead we'll, ass. We'll get you a, a big one. Yes. Dead ass. Sure. You need to just follow okay. one of us while we smoke, because we pass back and forth, and it's a really nice pace. Yeah. Just choose to model one of us, and whenever we mm-hmm. take a hit, you take a hit. That's fair. It, it's it's all about our tempo. We're How much have you smoked? I think it's going to come out to like three and a half bowls. Not terrible. Not terrible. She's been creeping up. I plan <laughs> uh, to smoke lots tomorrow, though. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, we we used our mouthpieces because... Um, the filters came in! The filters came in, and we've ordered more already since we know they'll take eight years. Uh, <laughs> Nosebo still has not ordered hers But I'm sure hers will still arrive before ours Even though she always orders them after us Both times they arrived a day before theirs did I don't know what's going on Moose Labs Moose Labs has a clear favorite Amongst the three of us And it's not either of them us Yeah, no, it's Nosebo It's <laughs> Uh We used our mouthpieces Because we don't want lung Cancer Cancer. And and you, yeah you use it once and you see it and you're like, no, I must. I have to. Yeah. Uh, we, Dang and I, smoked out of our 16-inch glass beaker bong. As usual. <laughs> Nosebo smoked out of her peacemaker, Kelly Kago bong. Yes. <laughs> Kago! Uh, any impressions from the garage? Oh, tier three live chat is lit. Yeah. yeah we had our patron Araceli on again. It was wonderful. Yeah. We have a great time. It's so nice that we have someone who does these I with us know. now. I'm so looking forward to next month. It's going to make next month better, I think, if I if I focus on the happy things. Yes. This has quickly become one of my favorite bonus things to do, honestly. Yeah. It's lit. So thank you. <laughs> Come back next month, please. Um, Shout out, though, from last night's garage session. Okay, I need to say something based on what day this comes out and things we've discussed, though. What's, what's up? So if you're somebody who's listening to this when it actually came out, I hope you also joined us in the big live chat that we did for 420 yesterday. Oh, oh shit. shit! The powers of time travel. Yeah. We and actually kind of should. It would be really funny. No, like, I was 100% serious. This can't possibly like, function as an announcement since it will already have happened, but we'd love yeah. to do, like, a, a an open live chat for 420 and just yeah. smoke. Yeah. For like two hours, cover like three time zones, four twenties, and just like smoke sesh with anybody who wants to be involved. Mm-hmm. Mr. Feed kill. Okay, Hopefully. if he doesn't smoke on four twenty, I'm gonna he better. Him I'm to gonna death. bring that up. Like you have to, you have to at least do it once. I <laughs> so will out- Santa. I will outright bully that man if he doesn't smoke with us on four twenty this year. You haven't been already. <laughs> Listen, I demean him and treat him cruelly and inhumanely, but I do not bully him. That's a very different thing. Do we need to explain that at all? I'm just a mean friend. Like, that is nothing that needs to be explained. My Yang, personality is asshole. Yang is a big brother consistently through all, almost all relationships in his life. <laughs> That's true. I only come in one mode. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're a 70 year old woman, I'm your big brother. <laughs> like, no, no, it does matter if you're a 70 year old woman because 70 year old women love you. God, that's true. Old ladies adore him. 
I, it's 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 a weird function of my personality. At our wedding, my grandmother sat at the table talking about how he how my new husband had lovely dancer feet. Yeah, I got told about this after the fact. It was terrible. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate this conversation. Impressions from the garage. Actually, no, I want to pivot and talk about last night in the garage quickly. Oh, yes. yes. Oh my god, Epica. Okay, because we're we record very far before you hear these episodes normally yeah. um on february uh, this is coming out on april 21st and yeah. for us it's february 27th yeah so on february 26th great thing happened in the world dutch symphonic metal band epica released a new album called omega and we listened to it because it came out yesterday and it's fucking incredible it's like the best thing i've ever heard you should all go check it out it's our tops album yeah. of the year so far yeah, it's... Which we'll talk about in our December. <laughs> but, like, it's already a very contentious list. I Oh, my... I'm I have so many feelings five. about Orjurda. Yeah, no. We, there's been a lot of good music coming out this year, and it's just going to mm-hmm. keep happening. I'm so excited. I'm a little... And then, like, Transatlantic came out with two that were both really good. Oh, yeah, we still we need still, those in the second I know. Transatlantic album. Can we do it afterwards? We could probably do it a bit it's an tonight. Hour. It is an hour long. Oh, shit, thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. It could definitely be a tomorrow thing, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Although we could probably do some of that for bedtime. Maybe a little bit. I think yeah. we still want to get the full feel of it, though. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's all one piece still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I just mean um, <coughs> it would be okay to do it later in the evening as well. That makes sense. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Anyways, uh, enough of that. You don't come here for this. Yeah, uh, we're not a music podcast yet. Yeah. <laughs> soon <laughs> ranting oh, and raving is the cat's um no it's off. not you've had the cat filter going into a mic this whole time listeners i'm so sorry i'm gonna put a note to take sound profile from <laughs> beginning for noise reduction uh that's smart of you and that is for all of you Congratulations. This will be a quality of life improvement. Yeah, you're welcome. I only noticed because she was hanging out on the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. she is. She's just chilling beside me. I think she was okay. like, wow, she likes to be involved. <laughs> Wheel of time? Yes. Ooh, so, our first up? prompt for the evening is describe what you think the Sasara is. Oh, God, we're starting with the Sasara? We're starting with the Sasara. And I'd like to start with the uh, Wheel of Time wiki fan page Thank about so what much. the Sasara is. Yes. Don't worry. Wattipedia? Yes. yes. Let's Watt- fucking go. Watt.fandom.com. <coughs> Sorry. I smoke right. a lot. What's it got to say about the Sasara? Sasara in Saldea culture. Men have, in quotes, men have thrown their hearts and fortunes at the feet of women who danced the Sasara from Fayil. That's a quote. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes. And now the actual entry. Sure. The Sasara is an extremely sensual dance outlawed by several Saldean queens for its indecency. While known by virtually every noblewoman in Saldea, few would ever admit to the knowledge. The Sasara, when done correctly, has the ability to drive men wild. The Sasara is known to have started three wars and sparked two rebellions, 47 unions, and feuds between houses. Not to mention countless duels and smaller disturbances. Disturbances. Some tell the story of a Saldean queen who lost her throne to a rebellion and won it back by seducing the victorious general with the Sasara. Any Saldean queen will deny the tale. 
Fael Bashir says she may dance it for Perrin one day and make his blood boil in his veins. She said that it made the Tuathon dance, the Taganza, look very modest in comparison. I have a very contentious take here. <laughs> okay, yes. I, I have distinct ideas. I do not think there is a unified Cesara. I think it is a legend that more or less just explains a cultural phenomena summed up by Saldean men are bitches. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I, I think it's just, it's a wives tale thing. Mm. And it's been different every time it's done. They just claim, oh, it's the Cesara. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just whatever sexy dance the woman feels like doing to, you know. Yeah. Th that's that's kind of, I, I feel like it's a urban legend that, you know what I mean? Yes. Fair enough. My opinion, one, I want to start with the comparison it gives us at the end for uh, making the Taganza look very modest in comparison. Yes. Which happened when Perrin was with the Tuathane in uh, Eye of the World. Tuathan. Tuathan, sorry. Um, Tuathan with Egwene in Eye of the World. That happened. Oh, that's what the women were doing and making yeah. fun of them? Yeah. The belly yeah. dance. And I, I think that was belly dancing. It that was the vibe. It it talked about like gyrating and stuff, I believe, a and a slow rotation to the hips that is emphasized by the sway of a fringed shawl. It's belly dancing. Yeah, it very much gives me Ace Venture when nature calls the Virgin's Dance of Seduction vibes. Yeah, Google the fuck out of it. it it's yeah. If you don't know, you need to know. It's usually done barefoot by the light of a campfire. And yeah. like, come there on, you, yes, the Virgin's <laughs> Dance of Seduction. Okay, yes, okay. So I think. I think that the Cesara is stripping, probably with the use of fans, because I know Saldean noblewomen use fan language. Oh. So that's... I think it's a sexy fan dance. Fair enough. I like your evidence for it. Mm -hmm. I should have saved mine for last. What are your thoughts? Kenovspo, what do you um, what do you think about this? I've been sitting here the whole time trying to think which dance I think it's the most similar to in our mm -hmm. culture. Striptease. And it, yeah, it, it, it's like a lap dance or a striptease kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be very frank with you. As somebody who has had a lap dance, <laughs> <laughs> it's different. <laughs> it's different? It, it's weird. Oh, oh, I see, I see. But like... That would probably be accurate of the Cesara. Probably, <laughs> yeah. I like the fan use, though, because that just makes yeah. sense. That just sounds like a kink thing, to be honest, not gonna yeah. lie. Hey, well, and it would be like, I'm covered, oh, and now I'm not. Burlesque-like. Very burlesque dance choreo. You know, the... Hey, baby, can you give me a fan job? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kenospo whips out her fans does a her rib shot <laughs> <laughs> okay so this is Sara I've been outvoted any other thoughts though I did like your theory though I did it, it was cool I think Thank any you. three of them would be acceptable yeah except our two I think just kind of are the same thing <laughs> <laughs> um Join our Discord to tell us if you disagree with either of us. Please and thanks. <laughs> yeah. Love to have you there. We, we don't like know. doing much on Twitter anymore because it's not our favorite platform, but 
if you have thoughts, our Discord's very available. I tweet it every episode. Yeah. I'm there more than I am on Twitter, so... <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a it's a nice it's a safer space. Yeah, it is. It's small. It's cozy. Yeah, <laughs> comradely. Yeah. Yes. Polite. Everybody's stoned, so it's very low energy. Yeah. We we, we are a stoner Discord. That is for sure. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we have more prompts. Um. Yeah. Yes. So I recently had to drive somewhere. To and work. To work, yeah. I had to drive to work for a day. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Revolutionary. Amazing to not be in my closet and still get paid for a day of work. <laughs> <laughs> no! I'm so sorry. This is tremendously awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, this year I work out of my closet. <laughs> At least it's a walk-in closet. It can fit a desk. Um... Anyways, so I, I listened to my audiobook, which I was listening to the audiobook specifically because I had an hour commute each way. And then COVID happened. I'm still listening to the audiobooks. I'm still listening to the audiobooks. It was fine. Um, and whilst... Did your glasses just break? Yeah, I went to pick them up and the arm fell off. Oh, do you want to pause, perhaps? To go get your new pair? Yeah, y'all can vamp without me if you want. That's totally I, I fine. I wasn't contributing. You, so you haven't read this recently. I'm it's so sorry, it's cool. Though. It's okay. It's okay. He, this is. It, it needed to happen. This is the pair before the backup pair, right? This is just right? what happened with mine. Yeah. It, it, I promise it'll be okay sooner no, than later. The show must go on. The show, the show must go on for people who definitely could not hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so whilst I was driving, um, I was listening to the last battle, and it's been pretty lit in a number of ways. But something that was recently happening was the great captains were all getting taken over by Grendel, and we had that moment where, like, all four of the armies were about to fail, and one of them kind of did. It was just, had better damage control yes. because of all this mind control. Uh, and Iteralda did not fail. No, he Because did. he is a strong boy, and I'm going to talk about him a lot. But... The Great Captains in the last battle being taken over by Grendel is what I would like to talk about because I l it's it's such an interesting part of the last book. And like such a lit prompt, actually. Like yeah. congratulations. Thank you. This is the one I came up with today. Um really Obviously. cool part of the last battle that I did not expect whatsoever mm -hmm. that hadn't even occurred. I remember to me. you freaking out and you were like, Bashir's a dark friend. I was pissed off. Like, I did not. It came out of left field completely. Did not. No, no spoil prediction. That is a major betrayal. <laughs> yeah. I was huge. pissed right the fuck off. I'm like, I have trusted this man with my fucking life at this with point. With Rand's life. <laughs> True. And then. He's got that hole in the sky. I find, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. And then I find that those three are paced out. The next three are paced out really well. Mm -hmm. Um, and just in terms of how they, they're more square. Yeah, I know they're not my favorite, I'm and sorry. my peripheral curls are really fucked up. Oh. Kind of feels like I'm looking through a fisheye lens right now. Oh, Show yes. must go on. Ilterod, okay. Bashir. Um, yeah. But I think that the next, th there was a really big break between Bashir and when we started to get that with other people like, uh, 
Oh, I'm blanking on Gareth names. Bryan. Gareth Bryan. I had his um Agelmar. Agelmar and Iteralda. Yeah. Iteralda we get last and we kind of barely get any of him yeah. because Perrin sends wolves and Elias is like, nope. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so he gets like yeeted out before he can uh forgive them or lead them into horror. But he was like consciously resisting and stuff so i think that was really cool because that was very tough of him to be resisting something that like the other three had kind of fallen to really easily already (laughs) yeah yeah no that's a good point so i just shout out to him for being being cool a really fucking cool character yeah i really liked everything that i had to read about it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i also recognize that most of that was with brandon sanderson okay so props to that yeah Mm -hmm. Like credit where credit's due, it's fine. We're not biased. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just correct. Your initials yeah. are still BS, though. Like, don't forget. Boom roasted. Boom roasted. But like that was such a cool component of the last battle because everything was kind of going to shit, and then you start to simultaneously realize that all of it's going to shit specifically because of. Them making bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And Matt comes in at the exact right time and realizes with Bryn and, like, kind of saves that battlefront. Yeah. And, and I find it really satisfying him for him to be in control. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a plot line that on a mechanical level mm-hmm. we really needed. Yeah. Because if it was just that long of just fighting, mm-hmm. it would have been so tiresome and boring. Yeah. Yes. But if you take that entirely out... Mm-hmm. You're left with a last battle that would kind of feel empty. Yeah. Right? It gave this huge plot arc that we could follow and be like, oh, one at a time. Like, we figure out it's happening. We get little checks in with each of them and then it gets overcome and then the tide of the battle turns. Mm -hmm. For the book to be... Oh, but it's all because they've been doing this thing and it was simultaneous. This was a planned attack and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it, it gives the last book a lot of, like... A lot of stuff to sink your teeth into, mm-hmm. but it it also gives yeah. it the sense of urgency and hype. Yeah, that and that's know. the big thing with when Matt comes or takes over yeah. is he's like, no, we need to make a last stand. Yeah, and they go to Marilor, back to Marilor. Oh, a full circle moment. Yeah, from the same book. <laughs> I would imagine yes. beca- because because it is so perfect. Mm-hmm. I kind of have to believe that that came from at least partially Robert Jordan. Yeah. Like that level of structure. Yes. That would be a very big thing for Brandon Sanderson to have freeballed in there. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So credit where credit is due, but I also think like that was planned by RJ. Totally legit. I would argue. If you've heard differently in an interview, add us on Twitter. Let me know. I just mean like in the house. Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, functionally, it, it... it really sells the whole last book, I think. It mm-hmm. does, 100%. It, it, it's, a, it's a critical piece. It is. For sure. It gives it something... It gives, it's a twist. It, it, yeah. A very big one that has very large consequences and kills a lot of people. <laughs> it was really nice to have something unexpected happen in a book that I was very much like thinking wondering and had ideas for what was going to happen Mm -hmm. it was very nice to be surprised it had me captivated and and we needed we needed a twist we like Mm -hmm. 
That's yeah. I I, re- I really think we did. That's just yeah. I think it wouldn't be the. Yeah, yeah, no. I just, I just feel very. It would have been it. too much of the same thing for too long. Yeah, because otherwise, if it was all predestined, I think is my big thing. That's what I'm trying to get mm-hmm. across here. Oh yes, because we know so much of what's got to happen, right? Yeah, there's so true. much prophecy and foresight, and mm-hmm. this is what's coming. This is what's been foretold. And it's a fantasy book. They're obviously not going to fail. So, but so if they were going to, but Wayne's it's... certainly going to die apparently. Oh Literally cried for three hours when that happened the first time. I think literally, like in two separate events. I think to be honest, part of the reason why I didn't cry was I was in a very less vulnerable place then. Mm. I was a very closed off person when I finished that book. Valid. Um, what was I gonna say though? Don't remember. That's okay. Great captains. Great captains. It was fucking dope. It yeah no. It, it was it was nice to have them throw a monkey wrench in mm-hmm. when so much of it had been preordained. That's my point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just an update. Our dasher is on our way. Yes. The restaurant. To the restaurant. Oh, a restaurante. That's trash. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it's only been twenty five minutes, so oh, it's, I, I I can't complain that much. <laughs> They're expected to be here in like twenty minutes. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that helps. entirely reasonable time frame. This episode's just felt very long because... Things have happened. Yeah, I... Gla- glasses. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. I'm so thrown. <laughs> Continue. Super fair. Super What's up, fair. what do we got? Uh, so our next prompt. Can Slayer change who he looks like, or is he always Luke in the real world and Isom in Teleranriad? If he could switch, when would he be able to do that? I have a theory, but I have a clarifying question I need yes. to ask. So maybe mm-hmm. let's get this out first. Mm-hmm. When Luke goes in between Teleran Riyadh and the real world, mm-hmm. does he have to fall asleep to get to Teleran Riyadh no. and then wake up? He can just walk through in between. Yes, that's part of the fucked up creature monster that he is. Okay, I have a theory then. Yes. And I think it kind of works. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when he transitions between the two... Mm-hmm. He can change his appearance. Okay. He can go into the dream and choose to look like Slayer. Mm-hmm. Come out of the dream, choose to look like Esam or you know, Luke. Yeah. Sorry, you know, yeah. like sorry, Esam and Luke. Yeah. When he makes the transition, it's a conscious between. choice. Yeah. Or he can keep what he's in. It's up to you know what mm-hmm. I mean. I think my big thing is I don't think we ever see Esam in the real world, and I don't think we ever see Luke in Teleran Riyadh. Really? Hmm, I don't remember, to be really honest. I'm, I'm going to have to check as I reread. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but that, so- that sounds correct. I would believe that. If, yeah. if that's true, then... it was then Luke it... and the Two Rivers. I remember it was Luke when um, he killed those people that was Rand and Min. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he wanted to kill his nephew. Mm-hmm. And every time we saw him in Teleranriad, it was looks like land, looks like land, looks like land. Yeah, Perrin was really thrown the first yeah. time it looked like land. Okay, so I suppose my question is, how did that get decided in their merging? Yeah. D- what does would th- does that mean Isam no longer has a physical body? Yeah. And it's just his spirit stuck in Teleranriad that Luke controls? Or inside controls? Luke's body, yeah. Or, and Luke somehow just only has a physical body, not a spiritual body. Does, yeah. Where is Luke's... 
spiritual body then yeah did it go did it get destroyed along with esam's Mm -hmm. physical body Mm -hmm. and they've just got one of each and it's tied together yeah that would be bizarre no spo what's up would it be like a fucked up way that the dark one like brought back their brought back them Mm. they were just like really good dark friends and the dark one was like, yeah, this Luke could cause definitely chaos. was a dark friend. Esam got raised in that fucked up village. Yeah, but even but, even even if he was a brainwashed kid, basically, yeah, the dark one's friend. still gonna yeah. use him if he wants. Oh, to Oh yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Also, no spoon. Just a heads up. Could I get you to tilt your mic a little bit down? Yeah, no worries. You're you're, you're just coming through a little bit quieter right now for our listeners. I think so we can. Sorry, my legs are really shaking. I'm just trying to, like, compress them against the table. Absolutely. Do your thing. Is this better? Oh, yeah. It's a million times better. Okay, good. Um, But, yeah. I do think that your theory is pretty likely, and we might just not see that. Yeah. But, like, I also do think there is some bearing to the theory that they're not... Because I don't remember them ever overlapping yeah so so if they never overlap, and if it's, it's... in teleranriod it might not even be actual overlapping because you can make yourself look like whatever the fuck you want maybe he's just choosing to look like isam because that's the expression of isam's spirit stuck inside him kind of thing mm-hmm. like but i just mean like he could also really easily make himself look like luke without actually like being luke <laughs> yeah yeah but but he's never luke in teleranriod yeah so I, I just mean like even if we saw that in Teleranriod, it wouldn't even necessarily be evidence. We'd have mm-hmm. to, I, we'd have to, I think, see Esam in the real world that, for me that to would be, be confident the calling the fact that they could readily switch between. Mm-hmm. Um, if it is something like your idea where it's exclusive, I think I'm really disappointed that Robert Jordan never explained it. Yeah, because that's a very weird mechanic to leave I unexplored. I really would have loved to know way more about what made slayer what was slayer mm-hmm. that need that needed to be way more fleshed out. it did it really did for slayer me. needed a backstory a more developed recent one mm-hmm. for as much of how much apparent we actually got from robert jordan versus matt who we got very little after knife of dreams like yeah. from brandon sanderson yeah. there needed to be so much more parent fleshed out in that yeah. respect all the parent was surface bullshit yeah why why does perrin get so many words and yet nothing nothing gets said they're having like, communication issues like yeah well we don't get to see rand go to marriage fucking counseling like it's so pedantic Jesus. like <laughs> <laughs> it's really annoying like although I, I i've seen one back in the day we did get a lot of matt and two on though that's true, eventually. We, at a certain point, we couldn't get too much Rand without... Like, we couldn't get anything from Rand's perspective for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah, and I kind of feel like that was just bad pace planning a little bit. Yeah. Because it's so unbalanced. There's books where we don't see people, and we... Mm-hmm. So their storylines kind of don't line up. Yeah. So sometimes you just don't see someone and nothing seems to happen. Uh-huh. It, it's strange. Like, was it just that Robert Jordan was in the process of, it felt like just writing for one character at a time. And I was like, and then I'll write for the other person yeah. later. Like. The only one that makes sense was when Meg's, le- or Matt's legs got smashed. Or when he got, like, 
a wall dropped on him. Oh, yes. in in. But then when we came back, he was like getting out of that. But it had taken us through the entire healing period. Yeah. There was a clear passage of time. And it's like, okay, I understand why we didn't get things from his perspective. It built suspense, but he was fine. But nothing interesting was happening. Yeah, that's way more brief than the fact that there's whole books without whole characters. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It was a really good goop. Like, it, I just mean th- there was a whole book without Matt. Oh, and yeah. that's what okay, yes. was skipped. Sorry, I got you. I see now. And I'm saying that's the only one that was, like, reasonable. Yeah. It, it feels very George R.R. R. Martin poor planning, though. Mm-hmm. Where it's just, like, whatever random set of characters is most convenient. Mm-hmm. And, and it's weirdly overlapped. Mm. And, and, I don't know. I, I'm pessimistic and mean, so I would chalk it up to bad world building and planning. <laughs> but maybe I'm being too harsh. Whatever. Allegedly. Allegedly. Any other thoughts on Luke and Esau? I don't think so. I think it's one of the two, but like it would be so hard to know without watching all of the time to see if he ever manifests as one of the the others. Yeah. I'm I'm still gonna try and keep track on my reread though. Yeah, super valid. Definitely watch. Um we should write that down somewhere so you remember. I'll keep it in here. Yeah, but like remember to tell me at the end. Oh, I see, yes, I see. I suppose if you don't tell me. The listeners will hold us accountable. No, I, <laughs> I suppose if you don't tell me, it's because you don't find it. That's probably oh, true. true. So if we don't hear otherwise, then there's only evidence of e- Esau in Tell It Her Enriad and Luke in the real world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um... Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Weed of Time podcast, and we hope you tune in again soon. I realize we don't have a name yet. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, then. Oh, shoot. Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter. Any of your thoughts. I think I said on like eight times. Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode at Twitter or Discord at the Weed of Time, and check out our Patreon for cool bonuses like our monthly live chat for our Tier 3 patrons in Discord. Like today! Yes, so much fun. that's why I said it. Uh, if you have a second to rate and review our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills. Look both ways before you cross the street. Bye. That just makes common sense. <laughs> 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 <laughs>